0: What's Shakin' Fire Nation, JLD here for episode 2010 of Entrepreneurs on Fire. This is our second Q&A episode, and the first one was such a blast. I'm really excited for this one as well because I talked with three other amazing Fire Nation listeners who have amazing questions. Uh, For those of you that don't remember or didn't listen to the first Q&A session, I posted on Facebook a while back, does anybody have a question for me? Drop your Skype ID in here. A bunch of people did. I jumped on calls for three hours that day, and this is the result. So The second installment of the Q&A session with Jay. JLD and you, Fire Nation. I hope you enjoy. Hi, John. Angela, I have a confession to make. Are you ready for it? Yeah. (laughs) So I just got done with my third call, and I was going down to the fourth, and then during my third call... You know, I made the proclamation, which was a true proclamation. Though. I was just going down the list of people in order who had responded to my Facebook post. Um, and I was going to keep doing that. But but as I was scrolling back up to the top of the Facebook post with all the comments, I saw that you were from Portland, Maine. And something <laughs> about that tugged at my heartstrings, being a Mainer myself so now Fire Nation, I know I'm cheating a little bit, but I brought Angela on because of her main connection. So Angela, introduce yourself, say hi, let us know, you know, maybe even a little more details about where you're from, is it specifically Portland, because that is our one big city. And then uh, let's get into your question.
1: Yeah, so... <laughs> I'm from, I'm from rural Maine. I grew up in like the Western foothills. What's the name of the town? I'm curious. Uh, New Vineyard.
0: Oh, I know New Vineyard super well. My dad owns land there, number one. Number two, we drive through it when we go to Sugarloaf Mountain.
1: Yeah, that's how most people uh, know it is driving (laughs) through it. (laughs) And then about 10 years ago, I moved down to Portland and I mean, it's, it's a whole
0: different world. Isn't New Vineyard where there's that gas station that's like called my wife's store or something?
1: It was my wife's place. And, uh, yeah, I got, I got a lot of stuff there as a kid. Like they always had the weird, um, snacks, like pickled flavored peanuts and like all the jerky you could get from those little tins, like self-serve. And then you like move out of that area and people are like, what are you talking about?
0: (laughs) Oh man. Memories. Well, I'm going to stop by there next time and get some pickled peanuts just to commemorate this chat right here. But, uh, (laughs) Um, what was your question?
1: Yeah. Uh, so my question was, what numbers are the most important to you? Um, do you care more, more, most about downloads, your email list, Twitter followers, face, Facebook page likes? Um, which of these in your experience do you feel like you can make the most authentic communication with people?
0: Okay, solid question, but I'm going to answer it a little differently. But I think that that's, um, this is really going to be helpful for people because to me, those numbers are kind of what I call vanity numbers. And they're vanity numbers because, you know, listen, on one side of the equation, you know, you see somebody with a million Twitter followers, they could have bought 900,000 of them. On the other hand, you see somebody with, you know, 30, you know, 500 Instagram followers, but they're getting, you know, 2000 likes and 250 comments, you're like, that person is legit. And they are. So that's why my answer is going to be one word engagement. That's what I follow. That's it. I don't Look at my download numbers that that often, I mean, I know what they are. We get one point three million listens per month. Give or take you know as a slow as a show is slowly growing and snowballing um, but you know those are kind of the vanity numbers. I don't look at my Twitter followers that often or my Instagram growth. I look at engagement. How many emails am I getting um, from people about the show? How many direct messages am I getting about my Instagram post? How many comments am I getting on a Facebook post? Engagement, engagement, engagement. The overall numbers, they just look pretty. It's the actual engagement that you have. So to me, you are going to win as an entrepreneur if you focus on engagement. And now how do you focus on engagement? You engage with every single person that engages with you. I mean, there's ways where you can look at people who have just liked your post, and you can go in and message them and just say, hey, thank you for liking my post. Guess what, next time they might comment. And then you thank them for the comment in the comment section, and that starts this chain reaction of engagement. Because now people are are like, Oh, yeah, I remember when Angela actually completely thanked me for that or (laughs) actually replied to this or replied to that. You know, everybody always talks about how mind blown they were when Gary Vaynerchuk was going through back in 2009 and replying to every one star review he got for his book, Crush It. So it's those things that people remember. I'll tell you, Angela, when I'm at conferences, people come up to me and they're like, John, I couldn't believe like when you replied to my email when I sent it. Like that blew me away. It wasn't this episode or this tweet that you did. It's all about engagement. So if there's one focus that I can give for you, Angela, and then for everybody listening as well, engage with your engagers. And it's super easy to do at first because guess what? Engagement's really tough. And so you're not going to get much. And that's when you have to double down with your time and really get into the weeds. I mean, I for some reason, just, you know, hadn't been really focused on Instagram for a while. And I went in and saw that I had like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of direct messages that I hadn't gotten to. And I was like, this is unacceptable. And I went through one day and I replied to every single person. And I got back to the quote unquote inbox zero for my direct messages. And that was a game changer. So it was 100% all about engaging my engagers. So does that make sense, Angela?
1: Yeah, I love that answer.
0: Cool. What do you got going on by the way? Like what's what's your deal?
1: So, I uh host a children's story podcast. It airs twice a week.
0: Do you know Evie Jones?
1: I do not.
0: Okay, so Evie Jones, she actually is episode I want to say 1994, it's around there.
1: You know that off the top of your head.
0: (laughs) It's pretty impressive, right? (laughs) She's right around, she's within a couple of those because I just interviewed her. It was right before episode 2000. Um, And she teaches people how to write children's books. That's her whole thing. She teaches, she has a course on it. um, So she does that. She's a a splendid, amazing person. Um, I'm going to challenge you today to find her either on Instagram, wherever, maybe her website, send her a direct message and say, Hey, listen, we was just talking with JLD. Um, he recommended that I reach out to you. I'd love to jump on a call and collaborate. It's all about collaboration. Angela, if you can find people that are in your area, start building up a mastermind, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Are you part of a mastermind right now?
1: I'm not currently part of a mastermind. Huge,
0: huge mistake. It, it really is. Everybody to me, that's not part of of at least a three or four person mastermind is leaving so much opportunity on the table. You know, you might even hit it off with Evie to the point where you guys start a mastermind because you guys are in the same niche and you bring a couple more people in and then you meet weekly for an hour call and one of you's on the hot seat for 45 minutes after a quick little catch up. And so you're once a month, every one of you is rotating through that hot seat and working on your business. And now you have four minds instead of just one. And it's that is how that spark, Angela, turns into a fire.
1: Nice. That's, that's a really good call to action.
0: EEVI Jones, Evie Jones, reach out to her, my challenges, jump on a call with her. And if it feels right, challenge her and let her know that I challenge you to do this to at least attempt to start a mastermind to see if you guys are the right fit. Cause not everybody's the right fit, but right. you got to start, you got to at least try and then, you know, and then maybe next round you find a better person or a better fit and you grow from there. So that's what I got to say. Portland, Maine. I'm going to be there from June 12th to June 26th. I love it. I used to live on silver street right next to the armory. Um, love Portland, Maine. It's a wonderful place.
1: Nice. Thank you so, so much for calling. I really, really appreciate talking to you.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. And hey, I love your avatar too with that microphone and the audio wave coming out and your earbuds. You got got it going on.
1: Nice. Thank you so (laughs) much.
0: Take care, Angela. Bye. Well, that was number four. We'll see if Angela takes me up on the challenge to contact Evie, but I can assure you if she does, good things will come. Let's hit up the next caller. (laughs)
2: Is this JLD?
0: Dave Scott from St. Paul, Minnesota. That's me, man. Oh, what's up, brother?
2: Not much. How you doing, baby?
0: Well, listen, the sun is shining. The birds are singing in Puerto Rico. Life is good. And do you know why today's your lucky day?
2: Why is that?
0: (laughs) Because as you know, but now Fire Nation is going to know... You gave me the wrong Skype ID, and I was going on to the next person. I literally had already moved on, but then I saw there was like a little reply underneath, and I was like, I'll open it up. And you're like, oh, my God, typo. It was a typo. I added one too many ones. And I was like, all right, I'll give this guy a try. And here we are chatting away.
2: We are, man. We are. This is cool. You must be plugging away, moving on from customer to customer.
0: I'm just knocking these out, brother, back to back, having a blast, getting to talk with some cool people. Just spoke with somebody from... Portland, Maine, now you from Minnesota, someone from Massachusetts, someone from New Jersey. So I'm just having a blast talking to some great people and uh, having some fun. So why don't you share with us, Fire Nation, a little more about what you have going on in the world and then we'll uh, get to your question.
2: Yeah. So I left corporate America last October and uh, left a really high growing, high growth, profitable SaaS company to start my own digital agency. And here I am, uh, what, almost six months later knocking it all at the ballpark and hustling every day. So that's what I'm up to.
0: Well, good for you, brother. Excited that you escaped that cubicle race that I also was entrenched in at one point in my life. And what uh, question do you have for me today? I'm
2: starting a podcast and would love to get your critique to see if it'd be something that you or your audience might listen
0: to. Okay. Well, you did ask for a kind critique. I can't promise that because I'm going to be honest, but uh, I will give you that critique. So fire away, brother.
3: Yeah.
2: Awesome. So one of the things that I've been doing over the last 10 years is I've been involved in high growth SaaS companies and e-commerce platforms. And uh, as a crusty marketer in his 40s, I've seen just a lot of crazy stuff happen. Good things, bad things, a lot of serious activity, which I'm sure when I mean, you're in this industry, so you get it too. And the title of the podcast is really going to be uh, geared toward business owners, uh, small medium-sized marketers who are trying to grow a business that maybe doesn't have like a billion dollar ad budget every year, like Best Buy or somebody of that nature. The confessions of a burnt out marketer.
0: And what's going to be the essence of the show? Like what are you going to do intra episode?
2: So each episode will essentially be guests that I've worked with over the years, learning more about them and sharing the best practices and the things that have not and have worked inside of their businesses using digital marketing services.
0: What would you say the main value that your listeners are going to get from each episode?
2: Digestible, practical tips and tricks on how to grow their business without spending a billion dollars.
0: What are you thinking as far as like a frequency? Um, are you going to be just interview based? Or are you going to do some topic and Q&A shows as well?
2: Yeah, it'll be some Q&A as well. What I want to do is have some panel guests and do some video and flex some video in it. I've been using Zoom for about a year, a little over a year, and I love their platform. And I'd love to do some Q&A coffee shop type sessions where I've got some really smart people talking about email marketing, podcasting, you know, whatever sort of tactic you want to talk
0: about. If you could describe in, you know, maybe 30 seconds or less your perfect listener, like the ideal listener for your podcast, who would that person be? It's
2: going to be that business owner who is $20 million in annual revenue, somebody who's been burned before on marketing, somebody who hasn't assessed they wanted to get in the back.
0: Okay. So... I would call that just kind of a very vague ideal listener. Like, when I say, if like, who's your one perfect listener, like, it's a really important exercise to do because when you do that, when you go through the process of really dialing that in, you know that, for instance, like, I know my perfect listener is 38 years old. I know that he has a wife and I know he has two kids. I know he has a 25 minute commute to work. I know he sits in a cubicle for nine hours. I know that he gets stuck in traffic on the way home. You know, I know that he sits on the couch at the end of every single night wondering why do I commute to a job that I hate? He wonders these things. And so I know that he should be listening to entrepreneurs on fire every single day when he's driving to work so that he can hear stories of successful entrepreneurs and get answers to the questions that he has. So as I'm kind of talking through this, guess what? I know exactly where to find my avatar now. I know where he is because I know him as an individual. And also, whenever I come to any Forks in the Road, Dave, that I have um, for my podcast, you know, should I do daily? Should I do interviews? Should I do this? Should I do that? I don't make that decision as the host. I make that decision from the eyes of my perfect listener from Jimmy. So what you gave was, you know, kind of a vague targeted demographic, which yep. is an important part of the process. You need that targeted demographic. I have one it too, is. and it doesn't sound all too different from yours. But guess what? There's so many targeted demographics. that sounds very similar to ours because it's very vague and broad. That's yeah. when the next step is dive deep and get to know that one perfect listener and you should even have that person in your mind. I mean, maybe it was you five years ago, but whoever that perfect listener is, you have to sit down and know them. So every time you come to a fork in the road, you're making a decision on their behalf, not on your behalf, but on their behalf. Does that make sense?
2: It does. And I'm just finishing up my persona identification process as we're talking today. So this is really timely that you said that.
0: Yeah. And I can tell you, you can't get too detailed about your avatar. Go to my about me page. When you have a second, John at, or sorry, John, com slash about number one, you'll get to see me win a car and the price is right, which who doesn't want to see that? It's hysterical. Number two, you'll get to see um, my video that I did about my avatar, Jimmy. Like I went to that length where I did an animated video about Jimmy so every time i wonder and question like who who am i doing this for or where is my avatar or what do they want I watched that video and I'm like, it's it recenters me as to who my avatar is. And that's the kind of depth that's allowed me to do 2000 interviews for my show. That's the kind of depth that's brought entrepreneurs on fire to 1.3, you know, plus million listens every single month. And that's now Love allowed it. me to grow a multi million dollar a year business from sitting in a spare bedroom in my home in Puerto Rico with my legs kicked up, you know, looking at the Caribbean Ocean. Like that is the process.
2: Love it. What was that? You were all again, John?
0: eofire.com slash about. Definitely watch the prices Right video first.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what car was it that you won?
0: It was a 2011 Ford Fiesta.
2: Oh my goodness. Quite possibly one of the worst cars to win ever.
0: <laughs> I, imme- I immediately sold it. Um, so nice. <laughs> I think I drove it for like a total of like 57 miles or something. I love um, it memories. But uh, listen, brother, it was great chatting. Um, Any kind of last follow up question before uh, I let you go?
2: No, this has been super valuable. Thanks for the challenge on
0: Confessions of a Burnt Out Marketer. All right, man. Well, listen, I can already see the logo forming in my mind. So I hope you have a good idea of one for yourself because it could really be good. And uh, it was great talking to you today. Yeah,
2: thanks, JLD. We'll talk to you soon, brother.
0: All right. Take care. Bye. Well, there you have it, Fire Nation. Uh, You might want to pause and go and get a chuckle yourself at that Price is Right video, eofire.com slash belt. And uh, before we jump into the next caller, let's thank our sponsors. Design projects are fun, but they can also be challenging, especially if you're not an actual designer, and chances are you are not. But whether you're looking for custom graphics, a new logo, or even brand new web design, DesignCrowd has you covered. All you have to do is post a brief describing the design you need, then DesignCrowd will invite its designers to respond. Within hours, you'll receive your first design, and over the course of three to 10 days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs. Finally, you then get to pick the best design and improve payment, to the designer and if you don't find a design you like no worries design crowd has a money back guarantee and a support team you can contact by phone or email 24 7 for help get started today visit designcrowd.com slash fire for a special 100 hundred dollar vip offer for fire nation or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your next project on design crowd that's designcrow dot slash fire With the amazing World Wide Web at your fingertips, you have the opportunity to learn anything you want, anytime you want. And what better place to learn something new or sharpen your existing skills than the largest marketplace for online learning, Udemy. Udemy has an extensive library of over 65,000 courses taught by expert instructors and unlike other online learning companies that charge hundreds of dollars per class, Udemy courses start at just $11.99. You can learn anything from web development to digital marketing to Japanese cooking on Udemy. There's something for everyone. And don't worry, each course comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Everyday students around the world choose Udemy to discover new passions, expand their skills, and even change careers. So what are you for? For. Improve your life through learning. Download the Udemy app to learn anytime, anywhere, or visit www.ude.my/fire today. That's www.ude.my/fire. If you're looking for a solution that will help you stay connected to your business and customers no matter where you are or what you're doing, then Grasshopper is it. You can think of Grasshopper as the entrepreneur's phone system because Grasshopper lets you run your business from your cell phone. All you have to do is choose a local toll-free or vanity toll-free number and then start forwarding your Grasshopper number to your mobile phone. Grasshopper's iPhone and Android apps help you stay connected to your customers no matter where you are. With Grasshopper, you can send and receive calls and texts from your business phone number Set up multiple extensions for everyone on your team, get your voicemails transcribed and emailed to you, and make and receive calls from your computer via the desktop app. Better yet, Grasshopper offers an easy and instant setup and 24-7 customer support, all without any long-term contracts. Grasshopper. Sign up today. Visit grasshopper.com slash fire to get $20 off your first month. That's grasshopper.com slash fire.
3: So how many people do you have an answer there, John?
0: Roger, you're number six. How does that make you feel?
3: The sixth one that answered? <laughs>
0: or the sixth one that you're talking to? The sixth one that I'm talking to, because a couple of people have missed my call. And now I'm getting like Skype messages. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Give me a call.
3: <laughs> this worked out perfect, because I'm hanging wall on my... Our, wood on my wall to create my youtube studio so i've been just sitting here wow
0: that's super cool well listen i'm fired of chat looks like you're from fort worth texas is that still true uh
3: it is still true yeah wow
0: cool you're our first southerner on the line just got off with somebody from minnesota we've had a Mainer. we've had a massachusetts if that's how you call it we've had a new jerseyan in the house and uh Now we have somebody from Tejas, so uh, all cool stuff. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your YouTube studio and then ask the question?
3: Uh, Yeah, well, I uh, I have a podcast, The Retirement Answer Man, and I'm a financial advisor, and I've been doing that for four years, changing how people think about retirement. And my question is, as you're building this platform to get a message out and you have a team together... How do you keep the team going in the same direction when there are so many different things that they can do? So how do you cast that vision so you make sure they're all walking the same direction so you can have that maximum impact?
0: So first, paint the picture for us of what your team looks like right now. So from a, from a messaging
3: standpoint, I have a copywriter. I have a web designer. I have a social media manager, community manager. And they all have these, all these great tactics that we can do, but there's only so many you can do without spreading yourself too thin. And they, they tend to be like kids in a candy store. <laughs> I want to make sure that we're all focused on the, the high impact ones so we can actually help change the world.
0: So what I found now running a team that's just actually crossed into the double digits. So now we're a team of 10. Um, it's really easy for people to kind of get off the path because you're busy, just like I'm busy, so my head's down, I'm grinding away. You know, I'm counting on my team to do what they do, and I'm giving them the direction. But, you know, I've give I've pointed them in the right direction. They've gone off into the jungle, but, you know, sometimes they drop their compass, or sometimes, you know, they lose sight of the North Star, and they kind of wander off a little bit. And sometimes, and this has happened to me in the past, months have gone by, and I've kind of recircled back and been like, what are you talking about right now? This is so off-message and so off-brand for us. They're like well not really and like you look back over that past couple months and you know it was just these tiny little adjustments that they made that you know for them at the time felt like nothing and it really was nothing but guess what over time with the slight edge in compounding which of course you know about being a retirement uh, specialist uh, it, it ends up being something huge so what they were just doing little tiny tweaks every single day Next thing I look, open my eyes up, and three months later, they're way off from where I wanted them to be. And whose fault is that? Mine. Extreme ownership. Read the book by Jocko Willick. It's an amazing book by a Navy SEAL. Extreme ownership. So now, every Monday morning, we're jumping on a Zoom call where I am getting uh, actual reports. Um, it's a 10-minute or less audio report in my audio, I meant audible. So like they're on video. So they're giving me an audible report in 10 minutes or less about what they've done the last week, what they're going to be doing this week, what's working, what's not working, and what are some of the biggest struggles that they're having. And we're doing that in 10 minutes or less for each individual so that I can listen to them, hear what they're going through. And then when they tell me, especially what they have planned for this next week, and again, it's just one week at a time, Um, They can only go so far, of course, from a Monday to a Friday. My team has been so much more focused and so much more on brand and so much more on point, and I can stop and cut the waste of time that used to happen when they were going for weeks and weeks in the wrong direction. Now on Monday morning, they're saying, okay, and this is the direction that I'm going at. And sometimes I'm like, hey, that's not something we want to be focusing on. Tell me why you want to go in that direction. Like, you know, sell me because, you know, I want you to have – a complete saying this. And if you can sell me as to why we want to go down that path for the next five days, I am open and listening. And if they can sell me, I let them go with my blessing. And then, you know, I now know where they're going. But a lot of times I'm like, nope, didn't quite sell me on that. I want to shift it back to this direction because this is our main focus right now. And then I know that by Friday, when they send me just an email sit rep of how the week went, um, then I know. So, Monday mornings, that's when the video conference is happening. Friday, each one of them is sending me an individualized report of how the week went so I can get a recap of that. And so that by Monday morning, I know what to expect from their recap. And I'm looking forward to knowing what's working and what's going to be going on down, uh, down the line for the next week. But it's always one week at a time. So does that make sense? Do you do anything like that with your team right now?
3: We don't have it that frequently, but that's perfect. It's sort of like navigation, isn't it? you got to reset your compass over and over so you don't get too far off track. You know, that
0: example is so true of you take off from San Diego, you know, and you're flying to New York City, you know, guess what? You land on a dime at that airport. But those pilots have made thousands upon thousands or the autopilot more like it has made thousands upon thousands of tiny little adjustments every single step along the way because of wind pressure and barometric pressure and fill in the blank and wind speeds and you name it and guess what they're landing on a dime but if they made no adjustments you know they'd be somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean and that's literally what will happen if you don't stay on top of things.
3: Totally, man. We have a team meeting Monday morning to address this. So this is awesome, John. <laughs> we'll have weekly meetings.
0: I love it. Hey, and you know, it, it gets fun. It's a good way to kick the week off. Everybody kind of gets to put their head together. They've you know, especially for people like myself who have virtual team, you know, a virtual team, people in the Philippines. And Pakistan and Oregon and Brooklyn and North Carolina. It's like we bring it all together. And, you know, it f- just feels like, you know, we're part of the same team and we're all on the same page. And it kind of takes away that, you know, kind of lonely feeling that some people get when they're just, you know, head down working and getting an email or a Slack message from time to time from their, you know, quote unquote boss.
3: Yeah, that is a lot because we're all virtual too. And you lose that connectiveness.
0: You do. Well, listen, Roger, great question. Um, I think it's gonna add a lot of value to Fire Nation hearing uh, you know, what we do, so thanks for bringing that out of me. And I look forward to uh, to you rocking it as well. All right, man, thanks, John. Have some fun with uh, that drywall hanging. All right, Fire Nation. Um, we're gonna kick on to the next question. So let's see who we have. Hello. Karen, JLD here. How are you doing today?
4: Good. How are you?
0: (laughs) You know, I would say the sun is shining in Puerto Rico, but a huge cloud just passed in front of my window, so I'm just in the shade now.
4: Oh, that is so cool you're in Puerto Rico. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you at? That is so cool. I'm in Wisconsin, Green Bay.
0: Cool. You know, I just spoke with somebody in Minnesota. Then we jumped to somebody in Fort Worth, Texas. Now we're back up north in the Green Bay football cheesehead capital of the world.
4: Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, so cool you called me. This is great. Thank you for doing this.
0: I'm excited to talk. You're welcome. Um, Your audio sounds great, so thank you for having wonderful audio. Not everybody has, but uh, you sound great. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and your question.
4: Okay, so um, gosh, well, I met you at Thrive, so I just want to put that out there. Cool. I've been following you for a long time. And although I never got into podcasting, you're still an inspiration because you just are. Thank you. And uh, my question to you at Thrive was um, how um, was it a, a, because you said it took like five years. And I asked you if it was a slow process or you, Or was it, you know, quick and, you know, did everything happen at once? And you said it was slow. But um, so my follow up question to that is, how do you stay motivated? And do you like time block? Or how do you schedule your day? And how do you just stay motivated? And do you have lazy days? Like, tell me?
0: Yes, great questions, all of them. Actually, now that you uh, bring that question up, I totally remember that interaction. And one of my uh, key phrases that I, I use and I'm a big believer in is that, you know, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Um, I've been part of this marathon now for coming up on six years. And, you know, how do I stay motivated to kind of move into the second part of your question is I truly love what I do. And I think that that's a huge component that we have as an opportunity in 2018 that frankly, you know, as recently as like 1998 or 1988 or any any decade before that, we didn't necessarily have that opportunity but we do now and that's why I'm a big believer in going through, you know, an exercise like what are you curious about? Like, what do you love? Like, what are you passionate about? Like write those things down, like just put it out there in the universe on a piece of paper. Let your mind see those words that you've written down. And then like on the other side, you know, of that equation is what are you good at? Like, what are skills that you have? Like, what are like one question that I love that people ask is like, go to your mother and say, mom, if somebody was to come up to you on the street and say, you know, hey, what is Karen good at? What would you say, mom? And just see what your mother would say. See what your best friend would say. See what your colleagues at work would say. You know, see what other peers in the industry would say to that question. Like, I love when people answer that question about me because I'm like, you know, I didn't even really know that you thought that about me. Like that's kind of the outside of the box thinking that can really help us. You can be like, wow, a lot of people look at me being good at something that I just took for granted. And that can be really key now because is that something that you're also passionate about? Because if if a lot of people think you're good at something, what does that really mean? It means that they think that you're a lot better at that thing than they are, which means they would learn from you of that thing if they wanted to. So now maybe your mother doesn't want to learn from you about that thing, but guess what? It's a big, wide world. There's millions upon billions of people that you could potentially be at least casting a net out to and then finding those thousand true fans on the things that A, you're good at and B, you're curious and enjoy doing and passionate about. And then that motivation thing goes away, Karen, because you're self-motivated to do things that you love. It's exciting. So now to kind of Maybe dial a little bit deeper in. I think this is kind of giving me an opening to talk about, you know, number one, the lazy day. Absolutely, I definitely have those. Kate and I, we go and do a nice leisurely brunch. We'll go for a walk, for runs. We'll take days off. We do traveling. We just actually planned an epic sixty day trip this coming uh, fall. Are you ready for this, Karen? I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to list it off. We spend three days in all of these places. We land in Dublin. Then we go to Edinburgh, then we go to Brussels, Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Berlin, um, Bratislava, Budapest, Vienna, Naples, Rome. Then we go on a 10-day cruise, and then we come back and we end in Lisbon. And we're doing that in 60 days. It's going to be an epic trip. And, you know, we'll be checking in. We'll be working during those times, but on a much lesser level. So we definitely are able to combine the fun and the play kind of aspect of things. But again, this is when our business is established and we have a team in place. But on a day-to-day level, how do I stay motivated and energized, Karen? Super important question. The first three hours of my day, and guess what? This isn't for everybody because you might not be there yet. And it wasn't for me four years ago. I wasn't able to, to devote the first three hours of my day. So maybe it's only 30 minutes for you right now. But then maybe over the course of a couple years, you can expand it to an hour, hour and a half, two hours. So I wake up in the morning before the sun gets up. It's called civil twilight, about 10 or 15 minutes before sunlight, uh, sunrise. And I do 25 minutes of yoga. Just kick back. I do yoga right by our pool just to kind of take in the day, breathe, enjoy, stretch. Then I do 10 minutes of meditation. Then um, I move in and I do exercise with my virtual trainer, Jeff McMahon, uh, TBC Fit. I'll give him a shout out. I love working out with him, 7 a.m. every single morning. <clears throat> um, then I do a 30 minutes. exercise. Um, Infrared sauna where I'm sitting in my infrared sauna just zips up to my neck and I'm just sweating in this little infrared sauna for 30 minutes. Then I go up and I'm showering and, and brushing my teeth and doing that whole thing. And then I'm coming into my office for the first time and I'm doing 20 minutes of reading of a business book that inspires me. Then I'm for the first time in the day now turning on my computer and I am doing what I call my first focus session, which is a 42-minute timed focus session on a task that is going to move the needle big time in our business. For instance, this morning, my first 42 minutes was working on my new daily podcast called The Daily Refresh. Every episode averages three to four minutes in length. Um, it's, it's the, the tagline for The Daily Refresh is a quote to inspire your mind's Gratitude to warm your soul and guided breathing to energize your body. And that's all it is. It's about three, three and a half minutes of just that, of me sharing a quote, sharing a unique piece of gratitude, and then challenging you to think of something that you're grateful for, and then taking you through about a minute of guided breathing, and then it's done. And I worked on that this morning during my 42-minute focus session. So the key thing that I want to pull you towards, Karen, here is my first big chunk of my morning is all, number one, on me. And taking care of my body, my health, my wellness so that I can then turn my focus to Fire Nation for the rest of the day. So I don't even go into email or social media or anything like that until after my first focus session of the day is done. So I've gotten something that no matter what happens the rest of the day, if something is blowing up in my email, meaning that it's going to be a major disaster that I got to Take, take care of and handle for the rest of the day, I've at least had that one 42-minute focus session that I'm going to crush. Now, my goal is to do four of those focus sessions every single day. I don't always get to it, but that's how my day starts. And so I think if you can start moving towards that in some manner, um, you're going to be a lot better off really moving not just your business forward, but just your overall health and wellness, which is so key to doing this long term. So does that make sense?
4: Yes. A few questions sure. about that. Um, how, how, cause it sounds like you do like a miracle morning. Yes. Have you? Yes. So how long is the miracle morning? And you said it was like three hours, but is that focus session within those three hours? No, or? the focus
0: session is the first thing outside of that three hour um, morning routine.
4: Oh, okay. Gotcha. And um, then I have, when is the podcast launching? Because that sounds incredible. Oh,
0: cool. Well, thank you for that. Um, My goal is to have the podcast up by early April. So very shortly from when you and I are talking, and it should already be live by the time you, Fire Nation, are listening to this episode right now. Um, If you want to just search any podcast directory app for the Daily Refresh Um, or, and this is why I actually did it, Karen, I'm going to call her Allie, but you know, we're really talking about that Amazon device. I just don't want her talking right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I did it because I want to do an, an Allie, uh, briefing so you can wake up in the morning. I'm not sure if you have one, but for me, that's part of my morning routine. When When I walk into the shower, I say, Allie flash briefing and she goes through my flash briefing and guess what? I know that I need to be part of people's morning flash briefing and so this is my big push to get the daily refresh out there because it's going to be so helpful for people to hear a different quote every day that's going to inspire them, a different really cool piece of unique gratitude for people to to be grateful for. This just makes them think a little differently and then be grateful for something themselves and then of course guide your breathing to really be intentional about circulating amazing oxygen throughout your body which is so important. Like, you know, so many people are such shallow breathers that you never never getting your body and blood, the oxygen that it needs. And if you just do that every day, once you're training your body to, to actually cycle amazing oxygen through. So I want to bring that to people. And, um, I kind of, I guess we'd like your feedback on that. Is, is that something that you think would be interesting to you?
4: Um, yes, I'm actually, I don't have an Alexa, but I I am going to go buy one just so I can do this, you know, like that sounds so incredible. Like I want, I think it's a great idea and I, it's, it's so simple yet it's so unique and there's nothing else like it. Like it is the most genius thing anyone's
0: ever thought of. Listen, Fire Nation, Karen said it first, the most genius thing somebody's ever thought of. I think I might cut out that audio (laughs) clip and like use it at the beginning of every one of those episodes. (laughs) Yes, do it. (laughs) Um, So just to be very clear for you two, Fire Nation, and, and to make sure you know Karen as well, Um, I'm also going to be launching it as a completely free podcast as well. So even if you don't have one, you can still just subscribe as a podcast, just like you do with Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you'll get it every single day as well. But I just know that we're moving into the voice world with Ali, with Google Home, you know, with all of those devices. And so I want to be a part of that as well. I'm really excited for this.
4: So exciting.
0: (laughs) So I'm I'm not in a rush to get off the the call, by the way. So do you have any follow-up questions, anything that we've talked about so far?
4: Um, my last like lingering question is, how do you get over those dull moments, or you just, or the tedious little things you have to do that you'd rather not do, or yeah. is that just part of the focus session?
0: It's part of the it's part of the game, Karen. Like I wish they didn't exist, um, but it's just the world that we live in. And you know, to me, I just embrace them. I'm, I kind of try to make a game out of them. But at the same time, and I will say this, and I wasn't there day one, but you know, I've gotten there now with you know being able to generate a lot of revenue with my business. If I have things that are really too tedious and I say to myself, hey, I don't have to be doing this, you know, that's why I have virtual assistants and I train them how to do it and then I never do those things again. They do those things. So, you know, that's definitely an option for people that are really getting drawn down and kind of bogged down into the tedious things is... You know, can I hire somebody to do this for me? Because guess what, there's actually people out there that love doing things that you and I find tedious. It's just reality, and you know, you can find those people, or there's just people that are just happy, you know, to have a job. I mean, I have uh, my virtual assistants are from the Philippines, and they are so thankful to be on our team. And they would tell me like what they would be doing right now if they weren't virtual assistants. And believe me, the alternative is not pretty.
4: Yeah, I believe that so incredible john thank you so much hey this Liz. is
0: great Are you gonna be at the next thrive
4: yes i am
0: i will Are you? see you there karen absolutely yes. i'll have my booth again and uh, we're gonna be adding something else you know we had the freedom and mastery journals at our booth last time we're gonna be adding our new release which is the podcast journal launch your podcast in 50 days so that might be the thing you need to finally get it out there
4: yes yes (laughs) awesome thank you so much for this call
0: all right karen have a great day
4: thanks you too bye
0: bye Well, Fire Nation, I hope you enjoyed the chats that I had with you, Fire Nation, the listeners today. Hope you found some of the answers that I gave to Fire Nation's burning questions helpful for you in your business, in your life, etc. And again, I want to know if this is something that you enjoy. Shoot me an email, john at eofire.com. But there is one thing I can tell you, and that's if you think your morning routine could improve even a little bit, even a teensy-weensy bit, check out my new daily That's seven days a week, daily podcast, The Daily Refresh, where I share a quote to inspire the mind, gratitude to warm the soul, and guided breathing to energize the body. Each one's only three to four minutes long. And if you have an Alexa, make sure that it's part of your Alexa flash briefing. You got this, Fire Nation, and just visit thedailyrefresh.com to subscribe. I'll catch you there. Design projects are fun, but they can also be challenging. Good thing we've got Design Crowd. Whether you're looking for custom graphics, a new logo, or even a brand new web design, Design Crowd can help. Visit DesignCrowd.com/fire for a special $100 VIP offer for Fire Nation, or simply enter the discount code FIRE when posting your next project on Design Crowd. That's designcrow dot slash fire. If you're looking for a solution that will help you stay connected to your business and customers, no matter where you are or what you're doing, then Grasshopper is it. Grasshopper lets you send and receive calls and texts from your new business phone number so you can run your business from anywhere. Grasshopper, sign up today. Visit grasshopper.com slash fire to get $20 off your first month. That's grasshopper.com slash fire.